Hi, Max. I wanted to share something with you. I wanted to tell you how grateful I am and how you've embraced your sobriety since day one. I'm grateful for how you changed your life. I'm grateful for the love you have for me. I'm grateful for you. Love, Mom. If your loved one is still struggling with addiction, you might not feel like you'll ever get to grateful. But we can show you how. At Karen, we've helped families overcome addiction for 70 years. So if your loved one is ready for something different, visit caron.org slash lost. Hi, I'm Sabrina Steerwalt, and I'm Everyday Einstein, bringing you quick and dirty tips to help you make sense of science. Change is hard. You want to run a marathon, get a promotion, win the Nobel Prize, whatever it is, it's a lot to take on. Now let's get to today's episode. Despite the practice of giving birth being age-old, we still understand surprisingly little about how the process of labor actually gets started. We know the hormones, like oxytocin, that are involved, and we have a clear understanding of how the cervix changes as it prepares for labor and delivery. But how does it all start? Why are some babies eager to come out ahead of schedule, while others prefer to stay put until the last possible moment? How does the baby signal to the mother's body that it's go time? We may not have the answers to these questions just yet, but we do have centuries of lore and rumor on how to get the process started naturally. The bakery in my neighborhood guarantees eating two of their lemon cupcakes will put you into labor, and many believe strongly in the famous maternity salad sought by celebrities at a Californian cafe. Plus, pregnancy can be physically exhausting and is often uncomfortable, so many women are willing to try just about anything to move on to the next stage. But do any of these methods actually work? Let's take a look at the scientific evidence, or lack thereof, behind a few of the most popular methods for inducing labor outside of the hospital. Some women swear by the power of spicy food to induce labor naturally. One theory suggests that triggering activity in your stomach or bowels through spicy food can also then irritate your uterus since they are all in close quarters by the end of pregnancy. But before you head for the Thai place on the corner or start smothering your food in Cholula, there is no clinical evidence that adding the spice actually leads to labor with any reliability. You may just end up with heartburn instead. Drinking a few tablespoons of thick, gooey castor oil, the oil extracted from castor beans, is often credited with bringing on labor naturally, again by irritating the bowels and the GI tract. However, most tests of the efficacy of castor oil in starting labor fail to see any clear links, although there are some. For example, in a literature-based study of less than 60 women, researchers found taking castor oil did increase a woman's chance of going into labor within 24 hours. However, it's important to note that all of the women in that study were at 40-plus weeks pregnant. In other words, already past their due date. And castor oil is a laxative and thus has significant side effects like GI upset and diarrhea. Some doctors further warn that any contractions brought on by castor oil 
could be stronger than the ones you'd have normally. Since uterine contractions slow the flow of oxygen to the baby, stronger contractions could mean the baby gets less oxygen than it needs. The core of a fresh pineapple contains an enzyme known as bromelain, which works to break down proteins in tissue. Bromelain is actually used as a meat tenderizer and is why your mouth might tingle when you eat pineapple. Rumor says the enzyme can break down tissue in the cervix, but unfortunately, there's not enough evidence to back that up. The bromelain is not fully absorbed by your body to start, and your stomach is already very acidic, meaning there's a lot of competition. Addiction plays hardball. He would hit me with these verbal attacks. I just said to him, I love you so much. You're such an amazing person. I can't take this ride anymore. It was the fact that dad made that sentiment and broke down. And years later, he told me it had a huge impact on him. Sometimes doing what's right for your loved one is the hardest thing to do. Karen is that right thing. Visit caron.org slash lost. Chapter one, Wayfair welcomes you to the neighborhood. Our hero, Titus Burgess, ambled down the stylish street of an enchanting utopia. A woman waved from a chic lounger. Welcome to the neighborhood," she said, where Wayfair helps everyone create a home they love. Titus stared in awe. Bohemian Boulevard, Trinsetter Terrace, Mid-Century Circle. Titus, hmm? you're reading the Wayfair catalog. Oh, you'll love chapter two. Wayfair's fast and free shipping saves a potluck. Wayfair, every style, every home. Acupuncture, or the ancient Chinese process of pricking skin or tissue with needles, has been used for centuries to get labor started, particularly throughout Asia. They found no difference between the acupuncture recipients and the control group, those that did not receive the acupuncture, as far as any reduction in the need for medical inductions or in the duration of their labor. On the other hand, in a much smaller study of 56 women that were within a week of their due date and had not previously given birth, 70% of the group that got acupuncture ended up going into labor naturally, while only 50% of the control group did. The C-section rate in the group receiving acupuncture was also nearly 50% lower, although the lower rate could be a reflection of the lower need for medicated induction. Many women get back to basics when it comes to trying to induce labor naturally. Good old gravity. Going for a walk means a mom-to-be is upright and swaying her hips, which could help move the baby downward, and some hope this pressure on the pelvis will inspire the cervix to prepare for labor. In a study of over 600 women about their self-reported triggers for natural labor, 32% credited exercise, like walking. However, despite the popularity of this natural method of induction, the evidence that it actually works remains mostly anecdotal. If you're considering going for a walk to start labor, keep in mind that labor is likely to be very physically taxing, so you don't want to start already exhausted. Unless you are required to take some kind of pelvic bed rest, doctors and midwives often advise that you can try rounding out your pregnancy the same way you may have started it with heterosexual intercourse. Semen contains prostaglandins, hormones that can stimulate and soften the cervix and possibly lead to uterine contractions. 
These hormone-like prostaglandins are also similar to the medications hospitals use to induce labor. However, research has not been able to draw a conclusive link between sexual activity and kickstarting labor, so it may be worth a try, but don't get your hopes up. While many of the labor-inducing methods we've covered so far fall into the category of, well, it's worth a shot, the evidence is far bleaker for the use of herbal supplements. Herbs and tinctures like black cohosh, raspberry leaf tea, and evening primrose oil have all been touted for their powers to bring on labor. However, in all cases, there is again a lack of clinical evidence showing any clear link. Even worse, studies have found that some of the herbs can have harmful effects. Cohosh, for example, has been linked to fetal heart failure and stroke, as well as maternal complications with intimidating names like severe hyponatremia during labor. So when it comes to the scientific evidence, the jury is still out on most methods rumored to induce labor naturally. And what most of these studies really tell us is that if you're close to your due date, the chances of going into labor on your own are, well, by definition, already pretty high. But after waiting nine long months, it's understandable to be impatient or overeager or just plain done with the inconveniences of being pregnant. So if you're thinking of trying one of the methods above, or say, the weird tea your aunt swears by, ask your doctor or midwife first. Until next time, this is Sabrina Steerwell with Everyday Einstein's quick and dirty tips for helping you make sense of science. You can become a fan of Everyday Einstein on Facebook or follow me on Twitter where I'm at QDT Einstein. If you have a question that you'd like to see on a future episode, send me an email at everydayeinstein at quickanddirtytips.com. Hey mom, first things first, thank you. It's my one year anniversary of my decision to say, yes, I need help, and yes, I choose me. And that's the miracle. I'm lucky that the strongest person I know is my own mother. Love you, Mom. Maxwell. Be that strong person who makes the difference. If your loved one is struggling with drugs and alcohol, reach out to Karen for a different kind of addiction treatment. Visit caron.org slash lost.